Twitter, and RKK, the best place to your friends get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dylan Blight. Join me on the couch this week, Ashley Hodley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here. Another week of video games. Also, Kieran Marchant. Here I am! Was... Random. Or was it? I don't think it was random at all. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was highly point. planned. But it's, yeah, I think it's highly it was, on point. Think... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Karen or Kira, Kieran may or may not be hinting towards the Australian made games, Stray Gods, which uh, we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, got some Pokemon Presents this week, got some Devolver Direct, got some uh, uh, THQ Nordic showcase. There was a few things, showcases that happened this week. I'm going to make a predi- prediction that Kieran watched none of them which is fine, but that's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. <laughs> um, so let me get that. It. Let's go straight into that first. I'll go through the Pokemon Presents. Um, mostly stuff for me, I think. I don't think there's any. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So they started with Pokemon World Championships uh, is on at the moment. Uh, I've been watching a little bit off and on. Um, it's weird. I got the, you got the women's the female FC Cup, and then you've got Pokemon World Cup happening at the same time. What? What a, what a com- Sorry, what? A what? Let's, let's what? just... Let's just... I forgot where I was going. I was the trying to think of the anagram. Was it FC Cup? <laughs> I was trying to say it's FFC. FFC. Just the World FIFA Cup? FIFA Women's World Cup. World, yeah, is it FWC? Yeah, World I don't World know. Cup. What's the official? Anyway, whatever. Um, so you got that. It's, it's a weird combo of things because I, I, I watched it last night and then afterwards I switched across to the Pokemon World Championships. <laughs> I was like, what a... <laughs> What a! I was no, I, from, did they also go to penalty shootouts? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's also just um, amazing is just you could have just left it of you watching sport of any sort. Um, yeah, well, so I was saying to uh, I something to buddy before I was like, this is the most male sport. I, the, the fact that this is the most male sport I've watched in years in the past couple of weeks um should show the the like the interest level and then when they say about like uh the most viewed like or, or the, set, the most viewed thing other than like kathy freeman or whatever um was the, I think it broke the thing it I today. did it yeah um, i think i think that proves the point the fact that i'm watching it like even i care enough to to watch it anyway we'll save that for next week and uh between the cushions and see how we're, we're going at that stage i reckon um <laughs> So Pokemon World Championship is happening at the, mo- at the moment. Uh, the event looks very good. I don't remember if I talked about this before or not on here, but my, just a quick thing. The Pokemon company or whoever they get to uh, organize the events have nearly fucked this one up. I hope they learn a lesson. Like wow. th- they, did a t- they did a really weird thing where, so they, they announced it last year. They announced they're doing it in Japan. Obviously, people brought tickets, start booking flights, all that sort of stuff. A couple months out from the event, suddenly they're like, oh, no, we don't have enough space. We're going to do a lottery for if you can participate in the open events. Like, not the the invite events, but the open events that they always run. And people are like, well, what the fuck? Like, I've already paid for flights, hotels. Like, why are you announcing this a couple months out? Um, you know, so the I mean, anyway, the whole thing, the, the general actual world championship side of the go tcg um i haven't watched any of the unite stuff as well I'll try and flick around um I, I mean obviously i haven't got to the finals i watched most of the finals like i did last year but in general the competition between all of the the ends of pokemon's really is good to watch and um because it's been now a couple of years of they've got four pillars which is good instead of having just 
one or two things um instead of just the trading card game and the game the core game so now you've got the video game competition which is uh obviously into scarlet violet now then you've got the uh trading card competition you've got the pokemon go competition and you've got the pokemon unite competition so they've got four different types of things that you may or may not care about watching so at least there's a little bit more variety to your pokemon game uh, I do love the fact that each time they bring it up during the Pokemon Presents, they like show off a co- bunch of cool merch that they've got for the World Championships. And it does that look nobody cool. Can, nobody can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, there. check out all this cool shit you yeah. can have. Check out this cool shit that people here can get. Like, cool, yeah, thanks. Cool, yeah. Do you want to make yeah. it available? Because some of it looks really cool. So, yeah. But I mean, so different than like the, the the if you're a trading card collector person, like the, they release these promos that are officially numbered. So if you're trying to collect every single promo in the scarlet and violet set you can't without the fucking card that's anyway uh they then announced pokemon path to the peak i've watched the first episode of this this is very good uh, i really really enjoyed it so far uh it's a new web mini series the first episode was 10 minutes long so this is on um it's gonna another five episodes so i guess the whole thing will be an hour hour in length um but it's uh about this girl who just moved schools and she feels really learned like the art style and the voice acting and everything i love it's very uh, it's very very cute and um wholesome but it's about this girl just moved schools and she um in the, the way when she gets to a new school to make friends is she signs up to join the pokemon trading club um after school activity sort of thing uh after i think she takes a dad's deck i can't remember whose de- deck it is but um anyway it's a it's a trading card pokemon anime which it's cool. I think it's a it's 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 fun. I would suggest watching it. It's did it's her good. dad leave when she was ten to become a Pokemon? No, no, no. Her, her dad her dad's still alive. It's fine. It's, it's her dad's still alive. It's fine. Did her dad it's an Oddish deck? deck. So it's an Oddish deck. So no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So her dad had. A She's bad. gonna but, learn over the series that her dad's deck is trash. <laughs> I would I, I, I would suggest watching it though. It is a. It's on YouTube. It's free, um, but I was actually surprised with how good the animation was, considering it's a fr- it's a free series. But I actually thought it was really it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. To be honest, uh, yeah. they then released a new trailer for the game that Kieran's most excited about, Pokemon Detective Pikachu Returns. Um, Two. No, well, no, it's just po- Detective Pikachu Returns is the name of that. Um, so this trailer focuses on all the characters that you'll meet. Pikachu talks to you throughout the trailer and is like, hey, this guy, he can hear me, he can understand me for some reason. Damn. These other people don't. I'm going to solve crimes and stuff, and you're going to help me do it. By I'll talk to the Pokemon, and my mate's going to talk to the humans, and we'll do it out. Also, I really like coffee, and that's pretty much the trailer. It's good. The game comes out on October 6th. I'm looking forward to playing it. And, 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 I don't know. Do you have anything on this one, Ash? I feel like this is the only one you might care this about. Is, you know, it's fun hearing him talk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's my favorite part in the trailer. If anyone wants to find it, is about a minute. It's, I think it's around a minute thirty in, where the very deep sounding Pikachu, and there's like it shows a part of gameplay where like the magnifying glass moves across the screen, and there's like a bunch of wooloo fur or some shit like that on the ground, and they click on it, and the Pikachu like picks it up and puts some across his face, and then you hear, "Well, sometimes you just gotta break down and have some fun every now and then." <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the hell? It's so good. Uh, they then showed Pokemon Horizons. So this is the new, uh, like, proper mainstay, I guess, main series of Pokemon anime, of course. Uh, but this is the one, this is the next series that's not Ash-free. There's no Ash, you know. Ash is dead now, or whatever happened. Um, I don't know when this is going to come out in Australia, because the current last series featuring Ash yeah, hasn't even 
like started airing yet. So where does it even air here in Australia? It doesn't. It just shows up randomly. It just randomly shows up on Netflix. Yeah. From what I understand, I don't think there's an actual. It's it's really fucking weird. So, well, the the Pokemon TV app, I guess, gets it as well. But there's no way to watch it. Like, if you want to watch it non-dubbed, I fucking don't know. It's weird. Um, if you find the answer, feel free to, to come in. But uh, they then Pokemon Go, so they announced that they're doing a Pokemon Go Global Be- uh, Global Go Fest 26 to 27th of August, and they also announced Paldea Pokemon Region uh, making their debut in September. Pokemon Unite, they announced that Mewtwo License X is now available. Mewtwo License Y is going to come uh, later, or you can unlock it as well. Uh, there's a new game mode coming called Panic Parade, uh, and it's like a cold one. Pokemon Masters EX got a new fucking i don't know whatever they call them what do they call this field sync pairs announced two new sync pairs pokemon cafe mix is still a game that's happening for some reason um and there's an in-game event cool uh pokemon classics pokemon the trading card game from the game boy color and pokemon stadium 2 are now available on their respective expansion pack libraries pokemon trading card game was one of my favorite game boy color games i absolutely loved playing this game it is so good um i really tempted to download it and give it a go because the thing was i used to collect these cards as a kid but i had no one who actually knew how to play or teach me how to play the game properly so when i got this game being able to play this and having like the game be like here's how you play and it's a like it's a um you walk around still and you do some stuff and you go places and you upgrade and get new packs and i know it it was really really good so uh stadium i've never played a single stadium in my life i'm sorry Good sleep days are coming to Pokemon Sleep soon. Uh, they didn't explain anything other than they're going to do an event in the game. I don't know how you do a, an event in a game in which you're sleeping, but I hope it's something really ridiculous. You're just going like, to sleep at the same time. Yeah, no, that's what I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> It'll be really funny. By the way, just as a quick update, I'm still playing Pokemon Sleep. I've not missed a day. Um, I obviously this it's hard to say it's a game. It's I don't know there's a game, there's an app. I feed my Snorlax throughout the day. I think the reason is is because instead of waking up and jumping straight onto Twitter and doom strolling, my my routine has become wake up, see what cute Pokemon have shown up. Like it's sort of a more wholesome start to the day. Like if that justifies it a little bit, I don't know. But uh, Pokemon Paldean Wins was announced another web series I don't know why they're doing so many of these web series but it must be working out for them and again the, the budget and the quality of them doesn't look bad uh, this one is set in Paldea region I don't think they showed too much other than there's some you know cute Fuquacos and shit Pokemon Scarlet and Violet they announced a couple of things seven, tar, 7 star Terror Raid Battle for Mewtwo is happening from the 1st to the 17th of September uh, and you can get Mew in your game right now by going and entering get your Mew into the mystery gift menu they then gave a release date for the first DLC finally so part one of the hidden treasures of Area Zero uh, titled the Teal Teal Mask will take place in Kitakahami, where you'll meet some new Pokemon, including Diplin and a new evolution of Aplin. Uh, players will also meet the Loyal Three, Okidogi, Mumidogi, and Fenzadalpitini. Fucking hell. Um, so that comes out on September 13th, the first DLC. And of course, you can buy the, the hidden treasure of Area Zero as a dual DLC pass thingamabobby. 
Cup. That's everything from the Pokemon Presents. It was a solid Presents. I saw some people disappointed online. I don't know what people were expecting, considering we already knew Detective Pikachu was coming out in October. Of course, they're going to show that. Worlds was happening right now. I don't know what they expected to be announced. It was We knew we hadn't got a, a release date for any of the DLC yet. So that had to have been the number one thing that most people should have wanted. I don't know what the fuck people want sometimes. It's very confusing. Anyway, for someone who cares about this stuff, solid Pokemon Presents, IMO. Let's jump into the uh, another game. Let's jump into a game. Ash. Yep. Quality critics time. Stray Gods. What's up with this game? Stray Gods. It's got a quality critic score of 7.5. Uh, so, of course, this is uh, a game we've been talking about on and off for the last several years. I believe it was announced. Like, they launched it at PAX. They announced they were doing it at PAX. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was announced by, uh, as the chorus, and there was another game called Chorus, and they changed the name to Stray Gods, uh, a musical role-playing game. Um, so this is a game by Summerfall Games, debut title, led by David Gator, who's the former lead writer on games like Dragon Age and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, and it's a musical visual novel, uh, which you play the role of Grace, who finds herself accused of murder of the last muse of Greek mythology and must use her newly gifted musical abilities to clear her name. Um, so yeah, 7.5, very split amongst critics. Uh, a lot of 6, 6.5s, and then a couple of 9s and 5 out of 5s. So um, seem to be an acquired taste is my take on it. <laughs> like um, a lot of people didn't enjoy the performances or the music. Um, but a lot of people enjoyed the visual style and appreciated like the vision. Like, you know, there was people eager for this to be successful, but it just didn't click for them. So, yeah, that would be my take. So I've been playing it. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, so and I'm going to review a bit just time. And also, I only got my code the day before it came out, so I was like, I'm not fucking yep. rushing through this at this point. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I actually, I would disagree with most of the, at least so far, maybe my views will change by the time I finish the game, but so far I disagree with the major criticisms I've seen, which seem to be mostly around the music and it being unenjoyable and stuff. I, or like I've seen a lot of, a lot of complaints boil down to there's no bangers here sort of thing. That's not the type of musical. This, this is more of a classical musical. This is like people actually singing. This is like a, you know, singing like I'm walking down the road. Like I'm, it's not a, um, it's not people stop and dance and perform these bangers. It's, it's more of a classical musical sense. Not, I, I don't think it's what it is. It's acquired a taste. Definitely. Like, it, it reminds mm. me, I was trying to think of a movie, like, um, well, fucking, I'm trying to find like, the name of a movie. Do you have, I, like, the, the easy, if you're going to love these songs, are you somebody that has been to a West End play or, yeah, that's a or good, likes yeah, to go to theatre shows, like theatre musicals? Because it's just one of those in video game form. Mm. Is, is so really you play, you've been is. playing it then, I take it? Yes, a... yeah, I'm uh, halfway through Act 2, at least, I think, roughly. Yeah, I'm in Act um, 2, so I'm not. I'm not sure how. Um, uh, I should have four but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, the game's just, yeah, it's just musical theatre. It's not a musical in terms of, I guess, uh, pop music or that kind of thing where it's like dance numbers and shit like that. It's not in the it's, heights. Um, I'm trying to think It's, of it's like, an old school musical, is what I'm It's going. an old yeah. school musical, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was, I don't know, you can go in a second, but I, I was going to say, I like all the characters as well. 
Um, they're really enjoyable world. I, like Grace is a very like Laura Bailey's doing a great job as Grace, making her the super likable protagonist, at least in my game. Um, I, I like the older banter she has with these gods because the thing is, like the, the game is literally like she meets Aphrodite, she dies, like runs into her house. She meets her once at the start of the game. She suddenly comes into her apartment at the start, dies. Suddenly you get her I don't powers. Think it's Aphrodite. Oh fuck, who was it then? I can't remember. It's Calliope. Calliope, sorry about it. Calliope dies. She comes right in. Then suddenly she's got powers, or like she she passes her powers to you basically. And then all these gods are like, "Well, we should like maybe or maybe not kill you." It, it a part of the plot or the world reminds me of American gods. This whole idea of what these Greek gods living in modern day America and having lived here for so long, so doing whatever they want, um, different degrees of success about what they're doing with their lives. Like, oh, that's interesting to me. Reminds me of old school Telltale a little bit as well. It's just yeah. that most of it is just sitting there listening, making a dialogue choice once and now and then. In fact, one of my biggest negatives would be like every now and then the game's like, hey, click through some menus to investigate different parts of a room or something. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like you should have just, 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 I, that didn't feel necessary at all. But Especially whatever, because, like just like, <laughs> what I can think of was pointless. Was absolutely fucking pointless. Like nothing. The came first out one of it. where oh, you just go upstairs afterwards, like yeah, that's it. Yeah, or, you go yeah, upstairs and pointless. it carries on the yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So I don't know. Uh, your thoughts, though, Kieran? Um, I, I like it overall. I think for people who said there's not enough bangers, you yeah, if, I guess it is people who don't like musical because the the first song. Uh, not well, the type of musical song. that it's trying to yeah. do, I guess. Yeah. Like, like if you like the song between Pan, Frank, Freddie, and um, Grace, I thought was awesome. I really fucking loved the duality of that song and and how it was um, produced in terms of of, of a musical. Well, does the well, nature of the form just not allow a banger? Do you know? No, if no, you've no got, it does. If you've no, got no, no, no. if you've got multiple like choices throughout a song. It has to be sung multiple different ways. Like, well, can you really, you know? I don't think so because I, I. This is where I I don't know about my negative. I don't know if it's a negative, but I just think maybe it requires another playthrough. It, it's very hard to completely tell and understand how you have affected the game while you're playing it. Um, the game has this basis of at the start you pick which version of. Uh, grace you want to lean into either like it's based on colors green red and blue and it's like it's like i don't red's know badass. angry sad and... no 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 because blue is what i've gone is blue is like being witty and cunning and stuff okay red is being a badass and i think um green is like being compassionate and like yeah. people so i hate all this stuff i'm gonna put out all of this is the yes. worst part of the game yeah because it makes very little they don't explain it very well in terms of there are times throughout songs specifically where these the choices will come up and the choices are based on the colors but it and i guess that's supposed to give you an indication of which way that that choice leans to um but it never describes oh if you you know because you pick blue you would lean towards the blue ones more options or um anything like that doesn't really explain the point of that um, I think the characters overall, I really like. I, I really am enjoying. I think Pan is fascinating as for every interaction I've had with him so far. I think majority of the voice cast is great. And I, I don't... The one problem I have with maybe the performance is at least one performance in specific. 
feels like there was an issue with the recording itself. Like it doesn't feel like, and maybe this is because it's an indie studio in Australia. Oh no, the, the fucking balancing of the audio is a hundred percent off. Yeah, like there like, is, the, yeah, there is one character in specific that's like the audio doesn't feel great. Like it feels like that person recorded the audio in a Zoom call or in a Skype call, and they didn't mm. have everything set up and they didn't have a good microphone or they didn't have everything just right. Like it it feels like they had that person for a very short period of time and they just kind of had to go with whatever was provided for them, Um, which is surprising nowadays when a lot of these voice actors have now had to transition to be able to record from home after the pandemic. So um, it was surprising for the one. Uh, I think, yeah, I'd like to see how the story's affected. I don't know while I'm playing how different or how things change based off it. Um, I think because of the musical format, it's a very fast paced in terms of like you going through stuff. Um, it gets to a point where you kind of just make you just meet a character, and then you're forced to choose between two characters, and it's happened a couple times now, and it's like, well how the fuck am I supposed to make this choice other than based off of just what were the lyrics of the song or, or what am I feeling during this mu- music piece or anything like that? Like I feel very odd in that in those moments where you have to kind of choose something on the fly and you haven't had that much of a basis of um, who you're talking to. The the It sounds like I'm doing a lot of negatives. I like this game overall. It's just there's a lot going on. I think maybe this project was a it was uh, maybe this is a case of it being a bit too ambitious um because the the story quickly sets up this time frame of a week but it very much doesn't keep you informed too much of like the days going by or that different events are happening on different days because i looked at the current point and it's like it's day four and i was like what the fuck when 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 did day two and three go last time i looked it was day one still um it it doesn't seem to be that much of a um a forethought uh but i i'm i'm enjoying it i really like a lot of the cast i think um the cast is filled with um recognizable voice actors and and people you go to and you can see um i'm looking forward to playing it out and finishing off um but yeah i think there is a lot of room for improvement on this one the mo- the thing I was trying to think of of a movie that I know a lot of people don't like, but I really like, and I know it has like a cult following, a musical is there's a there's something called Repo Genetic the Genetic Opera. It's a mm. it's a rock opera slash sort of a horror film. It has the weirdest cast, um, but I actually really like it. But that is of a similar star to this, not the horror movie, the horror elements of it or whatever, oh, but cool. the the type of singing like the type of actual musical elements of it like singing while doing i mean also i guess uh sweeney barber would be more I don't, i'm trying to think of movies i like that just more of the like singing while doing things rather than dropping can into I, full-blown can i well, say it's like um layman's disappointed layman's. Mm. disappointed in the critics of australia who barely made any musical references you know and then you know what do you want to guess the one thing that they all brought up what Buffy, that one episode of Buffy, that was the one musical the one thing musical that they talked about in each of their reviews. Yeah, sure, yeah. it's apparently it's a thing that inspired the game, but come on, come on, stretch your legs a little bit. 
you know i will shout out the the team over at player two they mentioned a few different things they brought up la la land they brought up waitress they brought up hamilton but you know pick a game up people you know watch more musicals people go to the theater every now and then it's pretty good yeah it's funny because when I, was, I wasn't sure if he was going to play this but when i started playing it the other day and i was a couple hours in i was like i feel like kieran would like this yeah. <laughs> like was no, no, it, it is it is very much like i've been looking forward to it and um it's a very nice chill game. It's so relaxing sometimes that I have to panic to pick an option when the option choice comes up because I'll be just like kind of listening and vibing to to the music pieces. Um, mm. I, for me, honestly, it warrants... I don't, I don't mind having... You go. No, I think it warrants multiple playthroughs. Like, I think it... I like to play through once more um, afterwards and just ch- choose wildly different just to see if it does impact the story at all or, or what kind of changes there are into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely came to finish it. So I'm, uh, see how I go. I'll, I'll get a review up this week. I assume. Um, all right. So the thing I do have a review up for this week is a short cutie game. So not much to talk about because it is short, but it is cute. Flutter away. So this is a game in which you go out into the uh, Amazonian forest and you play as an unnamed character. It takes about an hour to finish, but it's made by a New Zealand team. The whole idea of the game is to like sort of promote um, and give awareness for like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, I can't remember the official wording, like conservative sort of conservation, like I guess would be the wording. Yeah. Conservative um, like, conservation. Like, you know, like it's, well, like exploring our world, but doing it in a way that's not going to harm the the world at the same time, like is, I guess, the message. Um, but yeah, you're, you're looking for, you take pictures of butterflies, noting them down in your, your diary. But the best part of the game is this, is, is you, you follow this little capybara around. I fucking love capybara. The last couple of years, I've become a big, big capybara, big capybara fan. fan. Big capybara fan. It was all because of Enchanted. No, was it? Encanto. Encanto. There we go. Encanto. Because I want Capybara on that. I was like, this guy's this guy's fucking funny as fuck. This is my life. <laughs> yeah. There's that one part it's my where spirit shit's, animal. This there's that one part in that movie where shit's going down the capybara's in the background just like looking bored as fuck. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. Uh what a good movie. Um the the see I like Disney movies. Ash, I don't know what you're talking about. I like some of Disney movies. Uh, Peter, not making them on Blu-ray anymore. Uh, but yeah, so you follow the Capri by <laughs> follow the Capri by around, um, and like you sort of become friends with them. Uh, so I said, Flutterway encourages exploring a beautiful world in a way that won't harm it. It's cute, and the damn Capri bar had me yelling at my screen saying, "Come here, you cutie!" And with a short but fulfilling playtime, it's one of the most wholesome games I've played this year. So I go over to seven, and if you want a quick hour of cutie time, Flutter Away would be my suggestion. <laughs> Uh, let's get into some other news that's happened this week. So firstly, Devolver did their Devolver Delayed, which is literally a think of five minute, probably less uh, Nintendo Direct S thing where they're like, look at the thing. Anyway, that game's delayed. Anyway, this game's delayed. That game's delayed. They think they're so funny. Anyway, here's some updates for everyone. Uh, the Plucky Squire, disappointingly, 2024 now. Stick it to the Stickman, now 2024. Angerfoot, now 2024. Pepper Grinder, now 2024. And Skate Story, now 2024. Yeah, Angerfoot's the weirdest one, right? Because we did, you, like, that was at PAX last year. That was year, at PAX. So. I felt like it was reasonably complete. Like, you know, mm. it was a pretty big portion that you could play through. So, yeah, don't know. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Could be early 2024. Could we know. just be a heap more levels that we d- didn't realize, you know. Yeah. 
Uh, and then they reiterated some games that will be coming in 2023. So Gumbrella, which I just talked about a couple weeks ago and did a preview for, so that's good because I'm really looking forward to that one. Wizard with a Gun, still coming this year, cool. uh, which is good. I, I forgot to say, I did play a little bit of a demo they dropped at Steam Fest yeah. for that. So um, it was good. It was good. Uh, Talos Principle 2, uh, the comic si- Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood, and then Broforce Forever DLC just dropped this week. So there are all the, your Devolver updates for you. All right, then we had everything at THQ Nordics showcase. And as expected, it was a bit of a fucking mixed bag, as was the last one. Nonetheless, let's run down what this thing had. So it started with and ended with two Alone in the Dark videos. The first one focused on David Harder's character, Edward Carnby. And then the show ended with uh, one focused on Jodie Comer's character, Emily Emily Hartwood um, and them talking to the camera basically. Um, the motion capture and everything looks good. I know the game is written by the person who wrote Soma which is sort of obviously high in the higher horror video game world Soma but also the studio doesn't have the biggest oh no it's a mix of like pluses and negatives between the actors and the writer but then the studio I don't know. I'm waiting for to see how this turns out, but it's it's definitely the biggest game they've got coming up, I guess. But also really weird that it's huge game coming out in October for everything. October 25th, this game comes out, and all they had to show in this showcase was two little snippet videos of characters talking. They didn't actually have a new trailer. Do you reckon that sign is going to get delayed? No, I just think it's THQ Nordic. Dwell. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. They was literally just announced different? a massive collector's edition. So, was it a different prologue that you can download now, or is it the same? No, I think it's the same one that they like from a couple weeks ago. So, from May, yeah, I think so. So, uh, which maybe I'll play one day. I don't know, we'll see. Probably not, but anyway. Outcast New Beginning got a gameplay video. Uh, so this is the game you can go around, it's like on this avatar esque world, but then combined with um, um, Crackdown and just cause i fucking don't know that's probably the best way i could explain that it sounds um yeah you got like <laughs> that's that's the best way i could probably try and explain this if you haven't watched it um it looks fine not my cup of tea personally but anyway mm-hmm. uh rec nation got a trailer focused on track customization uh the kind of stuff you can do between just like going wide and wacky of your tracks uh, teaming up Wait, with friends, it's not recognition. Awesome. What it's recreation? recreation. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, I've wrote it wrong. Recreation. <laughs> uh, recreation. Uh, you can do all the things, do all the tracks, race on it. It's not Hot Wheels, though. So. I know it, it. It wasn't clear from this trailer. And I don't know if we've shown it before. Like what the racing actually is. Yeah, it's like, on track. Is it serious or is it like burnout esque? Like, eh, no, it's not purposely serious. trying to knock each other out. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's not serious. It's it's okay. it's burnout esque. Yeah, Titan Quest Two got announced. I know nothing about this game. Apparently, it's popular. The first one, I don't know. I looked on Steam. Said Ash owned it. I have no idea if he knows he owns it. Anyway, you own the first one. Apparently, anyway, the first one's an ARPG, so Diablo or whatever else. Uh this one, Titan Quest Two action rpg though so they're switching up the genre completely i saw people when they announced this in the chat go crazy like hey this is cool so i don't know must the first game must have a fan base but switching up the genre from a game that was well loved as a rpg to a third like a, a an action rpg i don't know we'll see how that works out for them yeah that definitely looks like i got it at some sort of giveaway <laughs> yeah i was like it didn't say you played it but it said you owned it so i was like i don't know 
Uh, Last Train Home got a new trailer. So this is, of course, the game inspired by the real journey of the uh, the Shlokovaki train, Legion train. Anyway, whatever. Uh, you can send out soldiers, do the things, upgrade your train. I definitely feel like there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, reading between the lines with, with the true story part of this because they're like doing battles and stuff and then they're like let's stop at villages and we'll up- upgrade and we'll talk to people and do side quests and stuff I'm like yeah okay um, game still looks pretty cool I think the, yeah. the idea of like taking a train across one end to the other um, and stopping and doing like turn-based combat with soldiers and then um, sort of the you know looking after them having to make sure you get your supplies and all that sort of stuff it looks it looks it looks cool Trying five o'clock. Yeah, trying five o'clock. Work conspiracy got a new, very corny, uh, but some somewhat endearing trailer in which this dude's playing trying trying by himself, and then his mate comes home and he's like, "Oh man, I really need your help." And then this the girl that lives with him comes in or whatever, the golf girl, and then she comes in. She's like, "Oh, I'm always totally need a hand." And then they're like, "Oh man, we need a fourth player." And the pizza the pizza dude arrives to drop off pizza and they're like, hey, pizza man, do you want to play pick up a controller? And then there's a part of the trailer where they go, it's really easy, trust us. And then they're, they're all playing Trying together. Help. Yeah, we need help. So they, they're playing Trying together. I mean, Trying's a, good, Trying's a good franchise. I played the first couple on PS3 back in the day. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it I mean, was it corny, but also... I think on the first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that was a trailer. Um, Space, Space for Sale got a new trailer. So this is the one we fucking you know drop down on this alien planet and you mine it and sell it off and you know you colonize it i think is basically the <laughs> the story of this game south park snow day got announced i have no idea what the fuck this is because i didn't really show much at first i was like this looks exciting but then i was like I, what the fuck is this a battle royale um so it's a 3d south park game focused on snowball fighting uh it's coming out next year it's coming to pc PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, and Nintendo Switch. But that's about all they showed. Tempest Rising, classic RTS, space building, all that sort of stuff. Got a trailer. So I know people are looking forward to that, but they have to be in the hardcore, like, RTS sort of thing. I'm looking forward to that. Gothic 1 Remake got a trailer. This I know nothing about this game. I know that Gothic, the Gothic Remake is a thing that a lot of people are looking forward to. So I'm sorry, again, I can't sort of fill that in. Um, I know that it's a it is a remake of the first game. I don't know if anything in this trailer shows elements of the first game. Um, fuck I watched I know, the trailer. So. I didn't even know what it was until the end because yeah. I don't know. It doesn't show the name. Oh, really? Okay. At any point. At any point. Yeah, good point. Not as far as I could tell. Oh, Maybe it's I just a Discord GG Gothic. That's it. Maybe it's because like when I was watching it live because I got up to watch it. Everyone in the chat's like Gothic, Gothic, and all that. I don't know. You know. Yeah. So. Fuck if I know. It's just a dude walking around, like bumping into people there and whatever. It was like and, a thief game, maybe. Yeah. Well, like when I looked up on. the first one, it just sounds like it's like, you know, I don't know it's an open world RPG to a degree. Oh, fuck if I know. <laughs> uh, they announced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin. Um, the comic book is getting turned into a book video confirmed. game. Uh, it's coming out PC, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X. No release date. They just didn't show anything other than like basically a piece of art. It's probably ages away, but I mean. The code book's a very cool idea for a story. I have no idea if the game will be good, though. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Ash? Uh, it could be. It just depends on what kind of game they're trying to make. Like, you know, again, it's hard to tell from this. Action RPG? Uh, we assume it's going to be an action RPG, in which case it could be cool because it's like you build up, you've got all the different weapons of all the different Ninja Turtles and that kind of stuff, and I'm sure you've got this interesting world. Um, as long as the art style is kind of fitting with 
like evoking the comic book, I guess. Like that'd be cool. Mm. But um, but if they're going in, I don't know. Yeah, until we get more information, uh, I'll just be cautiously optimistic. Yeah. So for people who don't know, the last Ronan and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I guess, like the story is set in the future, sort of not apocalyptic end of the world, but you know, like cyber futurish world's yep. gone to shit, a lot of crime and stuff. Um, turtles no are dead, Keanu all but Reeves. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No Keanu Reeves. So, um, and that was it. So that was the THQ Nordic showcase. I don't really know what. There's nothing really there for a lot for me. I don't think there's a lot there for anyone else. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sounds good, but I, I assume that's yep. ages away too. I mean, the South Park one was like, I saw that one like before I watched the, the showcase. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it's like... Such a nothing trailer. 3D, yeah. ugly looking kind yeah, of. It looks ugly, <laughs> with, yeah. um, But it, it reminded me of like the original South Park video game. Like, I don't mm. know if you guys have played that on Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. Like, also Snowballs. Yeah. Also, a bunch of swearing that we shouldn't have been playing at the time yeah. that the game was coming out. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it evoked memories of that, so. We'll see. South Park in 3D always just looks like shit, though, so I don't know what... They made a sally point in the trailer. I like, mean, in 3D, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, I saw... No, because he's also... He's wearing the suit from... Um, the stick of truth or, or whatever one stick of, them. of truth yeah. yeah you're like that's a fantastic looking video game yeah and now look what and you've done to that this <laughs> look what they've done to my boy my big bone boy yeah uh all right finally in the news this week we've got the first of our packs announcements uh, as news will start rolling in for that of course packs is packs is 56 Okay, 56 days away. There you go. Ash knows exactly. Did you see a tweet I or saw something? I saw a thing or? that said 57 today. <laughs> okay, I was like, tomorrow. holy fuck, you've got a countdown on your wall. He's <laughs> 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 countdown the days. Uh, so 10th tenth, tenth pack, pack Australia this year. So they're presumably going to do a few big things. Well, hopefully. I mean, 10th is a real, I believe, comes under Ash's acceptable uh, celebration numbers that he allows. Yes. So... Uh, firstly, I announced that Nintendo will be at PAX. Now, the, the key asterisks on these is to take... They haven't, they haven't said if Pat and Nintendo will be on the floor with games. Maybe they'll announce that in the future, but Nintendo will be in there in some form. They'll be hosting the Splatoon 3 uh, Australian New Zealand Championship for 2023. They'll also be hosting uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe AUNZ Champion um, event there as well. So they'll be hosting two events, the Splatoon one being the major one, uh, which is a big deal for like people who care about esports and especially Nintendo esports, and it's good Nintendo will be involved. Quick question around the table: Does that mean Nintendo will have a booth on the floor, Karen? Yes, I think so. Yes. Ash? Yeah, I'd assume so. They always. Yeah, do. I would be very surprised I, I, if there was not a Nintendo presence if they're coming out for this. Yeah, I'd, I'm going to say yes as well. I feel really weird if they didn't. I know we got no one last year, but like it'd be feel, it'd but, be a bit weird. You know, 2019 packs. You just have a few. They didn't even have that much new when they were there last, you know? No. I mean, they Anton did have Goose Pokemon game was the biggest that game that people were lining up for, so. <laughs> yeah, but they just had, like, a bunch of old Nintendo games, pretty much. Yeah, just Switches for people to play. play so. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda has also been confirmed for PAX, but no information. It'll be... I can call it here now. It'll be a... Uh, the entryway is going to be Starfield. Like, there's going to be Starfield stuff all over the place in the entryway in the main queue hall. A lot of Starfield posters is what you're saying? 
like posters, but then also like big screens playing the trailers and stuff. Like you know how they've done. Take for, I me guess, home. <laughs> yeah, like that shit. Like, like you country know, special. It'll, it'll be it'll be that stuff. Um, Bethesda will probably do like another media event or like a, a side event again, like they did last year. Robert Whitaker will be doing something to do with freaking Elder Scrolls Online. Like it'll be the the traditional. Packs Bethesda plans. Like I don't see them going out of their way to do mm. anything much different than they have been. Mm. Interesting. They specify Bethesda, not Xbox. Yeah, I mean they, they owned by them, but they are still like operated. They're still a company. Like they, it's like the same last year. They were. Are they? Just Didn't they shut down the Bethesda Australia media like Twitter socials? It's all I don't know. All I know I is that, that Bethesda, Bethesda PR is still done separate to Xbox PR, okay. for example. So I don't know how much. Um, in the press release, they said, while this is just a taste, we hope you're just as, if not more, excited than us to ring in 10 years. With PAX, I was still several weeks away. There's still a lot to be announced about this year's event. So keep your eyes and ears open for news about guests, new features, schedules, exhibitors, and more. So get excited. We'll start seeing stuff roll in. Of course, we talked about the indie showcase games a couple of weeks ago as well. Yep. So um, see what else is announced over the coming weeks as we get towards it. Because as soon as we hit September... Um, I know the event, it seems weird because it's like, oh, the event's in October, but it's the first weekend, so it's like September's basically the countdown, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I will say, Devolver Digital's coming. Do you think we could see any of those delayed games? Maybe. There's no reason that just because they're delayed, they we can't. couldn't, you know, Plucky Squire, Australian Studio, you know? Mm, hopefully, that'd be good. That would be good. That would be good. Because I want to play it. So I've also got another big question that I've been thinking about all week. Sure. Kieran, as the reigning defending uh, Explosion Network Mario Kart 8 champion, will you be competing (laughs) in the Australian (laughs) Mario 8 Deluxe Australian New Zealand Championships? Look, I I hung up my controller, my Joy-Cons, a while ago, and... uh, I think it's you know what maybe if they want me on commentary or if they want me doing interviews or something with the with the other professionals, <laughs> like, I'm happy to to step in as like a bit of color commentary um, on the side to really add to it from my experience of, of championship winning. Just dodging, um, yeah. dodging competition but, again. Mm, not dodging. I've got other commitments already. You have to strip fact. strip him off the belt. I, I, no, <laughs> it's belt. Uh, no, it's my belt. But um, you know. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'll play. Uh, I'll 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 reinstate the the championship, and do a one night stand event, the same night that we play Among Us with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that because you'll do. You, uh, you know what I'm like. I'll fucking. He'll do it. I'll <laughs> do it. He'll bite his teeth. He'll install the game. You'll play it with three people. And then you'll <laughs> the, we're not playing it with three people. Well, I want time you said lobby. I wouldn't do anything. We, we'll have a full lobby of people. I don't know eight people. Yes, you do. Barely. You do. You <laughs> could put up the fucking explosion network signal into the sky and call in <laughs> from all over the uh, Australian media uh, scene. And I bet you could get 10 people. Like, like how many people want to stab Dylan to death in a game? Wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. So aggressive.
But um, I've been playing. I've been playing Pikmin for the. I haven't stopped playing Pikmin since I first talked about it a couple weeks ago. Pikmin Four, definitely 100 percent in my one of my favorite games I have played this year. Um, I finished the game like a week and a half ago. I've still kept playing it. I'm gonna try and 100 percent it. I'm very close. I just keep. It's become my nightly routine where I play about 15 minutes to half an hour once I get into bed. Um, because it's just such an easy pick up and play. Like I can just pick it up. Like, what am I doing? Just getting the things. Um, it's so good though. Like I just, it's just so, I don't want to say it's calming. It's just, it's like, it's just busy work. Like it's just, (laughs) you're telling it like, there's there's this thing in the game, right? So I looked it up. It's a real, it's a real thing. They talk about, you have to do these Dandori challenges and you look at, it's like a real Japanese term or whatever of like making the most of your time like what you're like planning efficiently and making good use of time and you have to do like one of some of the harder parts of the game uh, you'll go into these um you'll drop down into these levels where you've got to face someone and uh you've got no pikmin apart from the the level will give you predetermined like sort of this group of five particular pikmin and you gotta like plan it you know run over to this side of the level real quick like get a couple of them like digging in this hole run back to another section and like get these ones doing this and then you can get more pikmin from this and like it's this whole um constantly like planning out and that's that's when the the real strategy side of the game comes in um and then there's other parts of the game where you're just like sort of wandering around the world and the levels and it's 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 a pretty game it's very colorful um play so yeah i got i don't have a lot bad to say about pikmin 4 to to be completely honest like i i fucking love the dog best boy ochi um <laughs> one of my favorite characters of the year for sure so yeah i i'm it's so this is uh, one of those stories where i've said since i first announced this game probably like a year year and a half ago whenever it was and i would have said in the nintendo director would have been like that looks pretty cool maybe i'll play it i don't know we'll see like i've never played a pikmin before but maybe i'll check it out blah 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 um and then skip ahead and i've you know i've checked it out not only have i checked it out i'm like you know this game's pretty fucking good so pikmin 4 definitely one of my favorite games of the year so far um and i would suggest it i would suggest it it's 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 a lot of fun Kieran, how goes the boulders of the gates thing? It's great. Like it's 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 as good as people say it is. I'm fascinated by watching people play it and people um, explore more of the game, the different things that come up. Like I love. Like I saw the post from one of the devs about um, there's a dog scratch that you get in your camp, and you can play fetch with him. And you have to just remember, make actually, if you do play fetch with him, people give him back his ball. Don't take it with you on your adventures. Um, but um no scratch is yeah and the, you, even the dev was like hey 99 of larry future probably doesn't know that this is even in the game um like it it's yeah such depth everything that you're hearing about in this game is is in fact true like it is just that good be excited if you can't play it yet and you have to wait to playstation 5 or if you can't play it get on Did you say, right uh, because it's amazing playstation 5 pre-orders skyrocketed following the the release on pc and the amount of people that have been talking yes. about it so it's actually kind of funny because at first there was like oh man um uh sky what's that game called the xbox one starfield. starfield um starfield like oh playstation start playstation has nothing but now that playstation get th- gets this the week off it sort of worked like the boulders gate success on pc has sort of helped push interest a bit. yeah push interest and stuff so yeah um, how much, like, how far do you reckon you are if you've been playing a bit this week? Or have you not um, I'm still been, I guess I've slowed this week because of Stray Gods and just playing some Valorant and stuff. I've been pottering around. I'm still in Act 1, um, just doing a lot of completion stuff. Been messing around with parties and, and playing around with different builds and, and just enjoying the game and cracking into it and just exploring. I think there's so much um, there to explore. 
but um, th- yeah, th- I think there's so much to explore just naturally that just walking around in the world, it feels it it captures all the best bits of D and D. That just you can stumble on something that isn't actually a quest line, but is still a story in itself. You, you know, I think in one of the towns you can stumble on a basement that has a, a secret mirror that you can intimidate the secret mirror into letting you in, and then you discover that like this evil wizard has been living here and been pretending to be the apothecary for the town and kind of um, and bits and pieces of that. And, and it's just, there's so much fun and interesting things um, that I think is a hundred percent like this game has so much depth to it. And, and I, I find it insane that people like there are so many people, there are so many thousand people have finished the game in the first weekend. Cause I'm like, fuck those people just must've just like beeline through the main story. Like how do you not get involved in different character discussions? Have different or, they, I guess, or they took time off work or they didn't have jobs or something. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. But then like, even like fuck, just talking about people's stories being so different. One of the, the base characters you can play as is there is this character story called the dark urge uh, where you customize your character, but it's about your character having these thoughts, these like kind of inner thoughts or in a monologue to go and kill people and tells you to kill people and stuff or whatever. I have that in life all the time. I know, right? <laughs> there are NPCs throughout the game that for anybody else is a normal NPC, but for the Dark Urge, they are NPCs that you could lure back to your camp and kill and do rituals and stuff on. And one of my friends was telling me about he was playing through this, and he was like, man, I wasn't playing a charisma-based character with this Dark Urge. I ended up, he ended up killing every other NPC in his party. Like, he ended up having to kill every NPC <laughs> because one morning they woke up, found this dead body, they wouldn't believe any of his lies, and he started a combat with them and killed all of them. And now he's playing the rest of the game with no companions. Like, he is just wow. playing through the game without... But a... through Withers, can you get, like... You can You'd hire... be able to... I think you must be able to get them back, but I guess story-wise, like... No, but what you can hire people through him, can't you? Uh, I don't know. I've never dove into that. Maybe, potentially, most likely. Um, but yeah, I, I think this game has so much depth to storytelling and so much intrigue and interest that you can play around with that, yeah, I think if, if you were like, man, I can only buy one game for the rest of the year and you vibe with the setting and you vibe with the gameplay style, fuck, this game mm-hmm. could last you. Like, you could play just this for the rest of the year yep. every single night and you would you would be happy. You would be like the most value... 60 bucks or 100 bucks or however much you pay for it that you could possibly do in gaming right now. You've been playing more Ash? Or? Yeah, I have been playing more. Uh, got to the Goblin Camp, cleared, fought that through, fought through there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, lots of fun. Uh, just some of the crazy encounters you have. Like, uh, I came across this gnome who was being uh, harassed by a bunch <laughs> of goblins. Like a windmill, uh, I managed to talk all the goblins off by accident. I wanted, really wanted to beat them up, and accidentally I, got into a conversation. Uh, and then I went to get him down, and you clicked the wrong uh, button, and I hit the brake, and uh, it broke, but it flung him halfway across the yeah. map. In my in my multiplayer game, I'm playing a very chaotic rogue, and one of the things I did was I, while the rest of my party was off doing something else. I snuck past all those goblins into the windmill and launched him while the goblins were watching. 
and there was like a little cinematic <laughs> and everything of like the goblins being like, "Whoa, where did he go?" And like just like, and and it started a combat for the rest of my party. And it was a very awkward situation in the end, but um, it is the it is the the heart of of D and D in terms of the shenanigans. Yeah. And then happen. the other thing that I've done so far that I found very amusing. Uh, during the goblin camp, you come across this big uh, tiefling bad guy at one point. Um, so my character Wills has uh, the th- I don't know his eldritch blast like knocks people back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I used that the first move of the counter, knocked him straight into a chasm. Dead. Nice. It's the best. It, Got it is. Disappointed because I'm sure he had a bunch of cool equipment that I can never get. So that's also but very you know true. yeah, a lot of fun. You enjoyed it. I've seen you been playing it a lot, like, at least reasonably so. Like I've seen you on Steam. Yeah. So Is it Nicholas Pryor? I have seen Nick on it fair bit as well. I was I've, saying, I've seen Nick. 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 Shout out. Nick, Nick is Pryor. currently leading us on playtime at the moment. Yeah, so. he's like at of 50 course. hours or something. Yeah. Smashing it. Is he beating my playtime already? Because I'm on like seventy something. Yeah, yeah, he's past you. Fuck. Yeah, past you. Because I was. Like, I'm only looking at it recently, so. Yeah, it might be recent because my overall playtime is like 70, 80 hours already. Um, yeah, I'm only, mine only comes up the last two weeks. So. Dylan, have yeah. you been have you been playing at all? I haven't played any this week, no. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, no, he's sitting at 54.7 overall and you've got 74.1. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I've been away from 45 this week. Sorry, um, everyone. No, actually, I lied. I played 45 minutes, I think. That's all <laughs> I managed to squeeze in. Did so, you? I'm, like, I'm still playing it though. What do you think about this new um, the discussion that's come out around Baldur's Gate this week in terms of which people, discussion? Um, well, there's the been RPG one. devs one thing. Yeah, like like should is this a bit of a a no. a letter of what devs should spend is more this time the on new games. expectations? No, no, this shouldn't be the baseline. But in terms of, for me, it's like should I think devs- that the biggest count the biggest the biggest I, as soon as I saw the argument, I'm like, that's a dumb, like, if, what's the point of this argument that, like, what, and what is the example that we're trying to give that, that is the point that games should be more polished with less problems is the, is the answer that games should have more variety to them and stuff. And I just thought it was a dumb argument to have. And the, the best response I saw was the citizen sleeper dev reply and just be like, um, I'm one dude who got his name, who had his game nominated for best RPG year. And I just made a game by myself. Which, at the end of the day, I, I do think that the, it just comes down to, yes, there's a lot of stuff you can do in this game. It's trying to be D&D, and it's massive, and it's cool, and whatever else. But that doesn't mean a game with way less that's just as interesting and, as, and has as good mechanics as what it's trying to set out to do. Like, I, I just think it's a dumb argument. I don't think that is the case, but I do think... Well, this is the thing, right? I guess I think games should come out more. I do think if you want to compare this to Final Fantasy 16, then yes, it is a much yeah. better wake up call for RPGs. Yes. Okay. Let's just, let's just, in terms of, okay. In terms of like AAA RPGs, in terms of AAA RPGs and studios, like I feel like this should be a, there should be a lot more care. But the, I guess the only other thing about the fucking polish, um, discussion yeah. about this game is this game sat in early access for four years and people yeah. were actively playing it and like they had players pretty much play testing for four years straight for them not every game is going to be able to do that or he's going to be but technically they could if that. they wanted to but nothing uh, stopping square yeah. enix really I mean, the, the thing is, and here's the thing, here's the way I've boiled it down. The most interesting RPGs of the last few years, every time a major one comes out, they're all indie games. And the thing, the problem is that most of the 
the the audience, uh, major audiences, they just want big, pretty, flashy things from from their games. And when you say a game from this, which I think this game's fucking fantastic looking. Sorry, I don't think that's a point. But if you want to say this, and then you want to say, um, fuck, what's that story? What's the 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 one Nick loves. Anyway, that fucking thing that I still haven't played. Well, I've tried to play it now. I've brought it three times. Um, Grand Theft Auto? Nope. But <laughs> yes. But no. No. No, the story one. The the one with the dude and he's drunk at the start of the game and you wake up and then... Oh, and oh, fucking... And, oh, just yeah. go Elysium. Yeah. Just go Elysium yeah, and all that. Like, yeah. So Citizen Sleeper, I just Wait, mentioned... Wait, why like, the fuck haven't you played Disco Elysium on your fucking ROG? It would be an amazing ROG game. Holy I shit! I don't know. The text is kind of. Oh, I have, got, I have it installed, right. and my my because my problem was last time I went to play it is I was like I'm enjoying this game, but I hate playing this in front of my PC. Um, yeah, I know. So yes, I have it. I have yeah. I have it installed on my rog my rog like deck for a well. flight or something. Yeah, yeah, I have it installed. I just haven't got a chance to go back to it, and I've just you know prioritize other things, of course. But um, yeah, so I, I would say most of the, the most interesting RPGs in the last couple of years have all been indie ones, and I just don't think they're. So I don't I don't feel like Baldur's Gate is a sudden realization. And I also don't think Baldur's Gate, when it's simply building upon a lot of what Definity Original Sin 2 was, but doing it like a little bit better here, there, like better graphics more and whatever else, yeah. like more in depth and stuff. Like I don't I don't feel like Baldur's Gate's come out of nowhere and being like, holy shit, where'd this developer come from? Like if you played Divinity Divinity Original Sin 2, you're just like, yeah, this is like this is like a great game, but also Divinity was there a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, like I, I feel I guess, like it's just no, that thing of more people playing this. Just be a platform, eyes. but also, yeah. I don't know. I think I think there's just a lot more. I wish AAA developers would just actually take lessons from this stuff, and not just um, and not just kind of continue their development with blinders on. Watch them just put a dice roll in the game and be like, "We did it." <laughs> Yeah, is this not what you wanted? Doesn't you just want, want to roll a dice? You, you want to dice roll? It doesn't need to be fifth edition. Doesn't need to be all those things. It could just be. Just the thing? Write better stories and better consequences. I mean, Dave the Dive is an RPG, right? So technically, yeah, yeah, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, and that's a great game. We're talking about it. Like, I, there's a lot of great games this year that are RPGs. But the one who's going to get nominated is going to be fucking Final Fantasy 16. And the game is trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I still haven't gone back to it. <laughs> and you won't. And you won't. And we'll get to the end of the year. And it we're having lot, the fucking yeah. conversation. And you will finally accept that you're trying to fucking trick yourselves into liking this game because everyone said it was good. And how can Dylan be right? And all the studios, all these websites I like gave it nines and tens. It's a bad game. It's a fucking tr- tr- mm. trash game. All right. Move on. Do you think the companions in Gabaldon's Gate are too horny? No, I think they're. I don't think they're too. I think horny. if they're horny, are they you're playing, playing into people want or? No, I don't think they're too horny. I just think they all like the main character, like just every single. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem to make a difference what um, choices you make or how you act or how you play the game, especially early in Act One. Characters just start coming on to you. Like there I, was I, one. The, I was about to say the, the the vampire's horny all the time, which is just a vampire trope, right? Yeah, yeah. But like Gale was like the wizard Gale for me is like, bro, do you want? Let's like pretty much me and him started to reenact the fucking pottery scene from Ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of it, I was like, 
whoa, is there an option where I could be like, bro, this was cool, but I just want to be friends? It was like either like a let's get more intimate or shut this down right now. And I was like, no, I want there to be like a middle row where there's like, hey, this was great, but I, I don't feel, want to pursue this I, I saw that. I saw that going around to this week as well. Like, are they too horny? I was like, I'm pretty sure you can't say that when you're clicking on the, the horny option every time. No, you know, no, no. Like, it's not even clicking on the horny option. I think it's, no. I think I saw somebody say that there's too many characters that are just protagonist sexual. Like they, they just have affinity for the protagonist. Like there was the, the gif, uh, Lazel. Yeah. Like she, she all of a sudden, she all of a sudden is just like, Hey, I, I, I need to feel you. Like I need to, like, I can't stand being around you and not touch you. And it's like, where the fuck did this come from? I don't mind it at all. I, I I feel like it's playing, this this game's playing into an audience of people who also, I've seen a lot of people say, Hey, this is a game I've wanted since Dragon Age Origins. And you know what else people like about Dragon Age is the fucking horny characters. No, but like at the same time, I don't in those games, not every character is horny specific for your character. Generally, you Apparently, have to. Apparently, there's other some of the characters do are horny for each other. I don't know. Yeah, and like this game. Oh no, in Baldur's Gate, they will. Hundred percent, other characters sleep with each other, and they put out a trailer of fucking a bear. I they feel do. like that set they the tone. <laughs> but at when, that stage, no, if you watch that, that trailer, and then you're playing this game, you're like, man, this game's horny. In a game from the people could... who put out trailer where they fuck a bear. <laughs> in a game where you could have like six companions or six to eight main companions and every single one of them has a sexual advance towards you. That's a little bit where you're like, guys, you know, let's just one at a time, maybe. But Stray Gods has also been fucking me because what's Troy Baker's character? Uh, Apollo. Apollo. The amount of times that that motherfucker's popped up with a little heart icon option, I've gone. And I've Dude, gone, no, I is- don't give a fuck about you and you shirtless looking around motherfucker. Get out of here. I don't care he about you. looks nice with his shirtless. But like, even that game is like, <laughs> in like the very first scene, it wants you to start hitting on your best friend. And no, like, no, I don't think it wants you to start hitting on your best friend. I think it allows you to um, to set your best friend up into a best friend is also your potential girlfriend side if you want to go that way. But route. it's like, there's no, I just, this is back to my problem with Straight God. I just need the build. I'm like, if all this stuff, if all this sex stuff is happening in the first act of this game, what is going to be for the rest of this game? You know, I'm like, <laughs> back in like the Mass Effect days, you played like the entire game and every time you would like go back to the ship, you would like, you know, talk to somebody and you'd have to keep chipping away and chipping away and chipping away and like little moments I, throughout the entire game. I don't mind a middle six. ground. I don't mind a middle ground. I feel like some characters realistically, like in real life, who who want more of a yes. build up in need of see. And other yes. characters, they're just down the fuck. You know what I mean? Like Yes. I just don't want every single character to instantly be like, hey, We've barely spoken and interacted with each other, but let's like let's fucking go. But what if you roll a, a twenty every time, <laughs> bro? Hey, I'm a bar- my character's a bard. I have like a plus eleven or some shit to my charisma. Like to my, it's just if it's not a charisma, I ain't failing. And if I do fail, I just mm. hit that inf- that uh, inspiration button and go again. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I saw this clip go around this week where someone rolled four or five times got a one every single time that's great good turn off karmic dice everybody turn <laughs> off karmic dice play the game and just let the dice tell you what's going on there is enough ways in this game 
to like weight the dice in your favor have somebody in your party with the guidance spell cantrip and just give yourself an extra d4 in every fucking roll you ever roll just to have like there is there is so much you can give yourself advantage with inspiration you can go again um like it, there is a lot in this game to wait it just have fun and fail some shit you know have some funny moments failing is part of the fun Alright, that will do it for this week's episode of RK Couch. Of course, let us know your thoughts by zeeting at us or joining our Discord. Find our X by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. You can find our Discord by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you like this episode and want to support Explosion Network and or and or also all the podcasts, you can do that by going to explosionnetwork.com slash support, which takes you to our Kofi page. And until next week, same time, same couch. Goodbye.